0: Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Miriam Waba.
1: And I'm Adela Kochav. And together we are. Yeah, let's do that over. Let's do it. <laughs> Whenever you're ready. Let's do it.
0: Oh, wobbly. Okay. Welcome back to Americanish. My name is Miriam Waba.
1: And I'm Adela Kochav. And this is Daughters of Diaspora.
0: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's good to be with you all again. Adela, how are you doing? I'm doing great, hanging in there, enjoying the summer. Awesome. Yeah, I, I'm really thriving in this weather. I'm from the desert, so I need it to be warm all the time. <laughs> I hate New York winter. That's the my least favorite thing about New York. Um, but we're talking about something very special today, Shabbat. Um, I'm really excited about this episode because I love Shabbat. I love the idea of Shabbat. There's been this new age, uh, Entrance of Shabbat like days that people just do days of rest. So um, why don't we dive right in? Why don't you tell me about Shabbat? Um, your personal experiences with Shabbat take it from wherever you want to start.
1: All right, great So um, as a lot of people know Shabbat is the day of rest in the Jewish religion and it's Friday night sundown to Saturday sundown Um I just love it when people talk about how freeing it is to, you know, just disconnect and unplug. And I'm like, yeah, Jews have been doing this forever. (laughs) Like, this is literally like, you know, step one of Judaism, Shabbat, disconnect. So um, on the day of rest, there are 39 Av Melachot, which means 39 acts of work. And on the Sabbath, you're not allowed to work. So when we think of work, we think of like, you know, answering emails, things like that. And of course, that's included in work but um it can also be things like for example making fire back in the day of course making fire was a whole hoopla so that is considered work so when people ask why can't jews use electricity on the sabbath it's because it's akin to making fire it's combustion in a certain way so we can't turn on the lights or use electricity or use a cell phone and that i think is what most people associate with shabbat hmm. but instead of focusing on the things that you can't do i would rather focus on the beauty that shabbat is which is a day of rest. Um, again, like talking to just my regular American friends, they're like, you know, it's amazing on Tuesdays, I turn off my phone for four hours (laughs) and I just don't like answer anyone. And I just like meditate. And it's like, yes, yes. Welcome to your mini Shabbat on a Tuesday (laughs) afternoon. But again, we do it for a full, uh, 26 hours and ends up being, um, but you know, there's, there's two main traditions with Shabbat. Um, which is the blessing of the wine and the blessing of the bread, which is a way to welcome the Sabbath into your home. There's also a lot of traditional songs that we sing, traditional blessings we say. And um, the idea they tell us to picture when we're younger is that the Shabbat, the Sabbath, is a queen and she is walking into your home and you have to receive her. So everyone oh. should be showered and clean and everyone should be ready to receive a queen because you'll be in the presence of the spirit, hmm. um, you know, the Holy Spirit of God, not actually like in the presence of the spirit of God. But it's more like it's a holy day. The day is elevated. And, um you know, it's something that they tell kids from a really, really young age.
0: I, I love Shabbat. Um, I was introduced to Shabbat just a few years ago, and we have, obviously have Sunday for Christians, but it's a little bit different than a day of rest. It's honestly a day where you unrest. You go to visit God's <laughs> house of worship. You go to church. You come back, and you spend time with family, and I feel like... Family, there's a big emphasis on family and spending time with family on Shabbat. You go home every Shabbat. I have a lot of Jewish friends that make it a point to be with some sort of family, whether it be extended or, you know, family friends on Shabbat. Can you tell me about that emphasis and what it means and why it's so important?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, especially now with everyone's busy lives, being able to unplug is great. But it's not just, you know, Shabbat isn't just you sitting by yourself in your apartment doing nothing. You know, that's (laughs) that's not really Shabbat. That might be restful to some people. But Shabbat really is about sitting down over a meal with family, with friends that are close. Like if I end up being in New York and I don't go home for Shabbat, then I end up posting a meal or asking my friends, hey, where are you having Shabbat? It's very weird for me like I, I have done it where I spend a Shabbat just by myself, and it just doesn't feel like Shabbat. Mm-hmm. You're just by yourself. Um, so there there really is an emphasis on family. Um, and I, I, I do want to say when, you know, your little kids uh, in school, they have something called Shabbat Ima and Shabbat Abba, which means like the Sabbath father and the Sabbath mother. And uh, pretty much what they would do in elementary schools is they would assign a child um their week to be Shabbat Abba and Shabbat ima. And that week that kid would bring a snack to school and you know the girl would wear a white dress and the guy would wear like a little tie and <laughs> um they would like lead the mock Shabbat services on Friday that day as if they were doing like a Shabbat meal. Wow. And um I remember like when, when I was Shabbat ima, like I would take it really seriously. Like I'd make sure like my hair was pretty that day like with nice braids and yeah. wear my white dress and I was Shabbat ima and I would lead it and um there's a couple of mitzvot right commandments that we have. Um, and especially for the women is the lighting of the candles. That's mm-hmm. how you welcome the Shabbat into the home. So, uh, you say a special blessing over the candles and then you cover your eyes and it's, it's a really spiritual moment. It's something also that is, uh, you know, anyone can light Shabbat candles, but it's a, you know, mitzvah that we say was specifically given to the women. So it's something that, you know, I do with my mom and with my younger sisters, and it just feels really like a chain of connection, and I really like that a ton.
0: What about the blessings? I've been to a few Shabbats where the the patriarch of the family would bless all the children at the table, and I've been lucky enough to be blessed a few times. Um, Can you tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so um, everyone has their different traditions, and I'm going to talk about specifically Sephardic Jewish blessings for Kohanim because I'm of the priestly sect of -hmm. Judaism. So the way that we do it is, um, you know, we, we say the Kiddush, which is just the blessing over the wine, the patriarch of the family does it, the head of the family does it, and then everyone drinks from usually the same cup of wine. Um, usually we do it according to the age of the people in the room Mm -hmm. and then everyone says Shabbat Shalom to each other and it's just a really nice moment and what my family likes to do is give the Kohanim, the priestly blessing to each individual person. Hmm. Um, but Shabbat is a time that's open for blessings. So also my mom, she comes, she always says, may you find a nice, lovely husband like you that lifts you up. (laughs) I say thank you, of course, because it always goes back to marriage. Um, (laughs) But Yeah, Shabbat just really feels special because you give each individual person that special attention after you say the blessing on the wine. Wow. Then we wash our hands. We do a ritual hand washing. We say a blessing on the hand washing, and then we say Hamotzi, which is a blessing on the bread. Mm-hmm. Um, Sephardim like to say, which means open your hands. Um, and we all do an open hand gesture, so that's, you know, one thing that you'll find different between an Ashkenaz and the Sephardic Shabbat, and then, again, we'll give the bread um, by order, by age order in my family. Mm-hmm. Um, some people just cut it into a plate and pass the plate around. I think it's cooler with age order because you kind of get to, like, guess and offend people, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, in my family, well, so we don't pass the bread from hand to hand or from hand to plate. We throw it, so um, <laughs> in my family, you'll always have, like, Flying challah pieces just <laughs> all over the table. It'll land in the cup of water. It'll land in the hummus. It'll land in like the guacamole, whatever oh, it is man. that we have on the table. That's where the bread lands. Um, but it's 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 really fun. It's it's a really nice restful time. Um, so you said that you know Sunday is a day of unrest for you guys. But yeah. what what are your you know Sunday traditions?
0: I, I maybe I misspoke. Unrest <laughs> is a strong is a strong word. Day of unrest. It is a day of unrest. You have to wake up early, especially for cops. Are are. Or services are like three hours plus Mm. when it's, uh, when there's no holidays. So that's normal service. So, um, depending on your church, you're up at, you know, you're at church at six, seven AM and you're there until eight, nine. And when we take communion, you don't eat or drink the whole day up until you take communion. So it is a very, um, you definitely feel the presence of God and, um, yeah, usually when I live with my family, go back home, enjoy a meal together. And it was kind of a day to uh, remember God and, and be thankful for all that you have. And I guess that's the closest thing about, that's the closest thing that I can think of Shabbat, to Shabbat in Christianity. But um, it is very different. Do you guys go to like synagogue service? Yeah, so
1: there's synagogue service on Friday night and on Saturday morning. Um, Usually the men go Friday night and the women, you know, stay at home and help prepare the meal. Yeah. Um, But anyone can go, of course, just it's not a tradition in my family for women to go. Um, And then when the men get back from synagogue, that's when we have the Shabbat meal at night. And then Saturday, that's where it's more customary. My mom goes every week. My sisters go. I'm usually lazy. I have to be better <laughs> about that. But I used to go all the time. And um, we, we're a little bit more delayed than you. Our services also take about three hours. But we oh, okay. start at like 9 or 10. And we finish at like 11 or 12, depending on okay. when we started. A.M.? Yeah, A.M. Okay. So not, not that bad. Usually by noon, everyone's home. And that's when you have the second Shabbat meal, which again has the blessing on the wine. Again, oh, has really? the blessing on the bread. Yeah, I we do it twice. That. Is, yeah. is that
0: a your family thing or is that...
1: No, that's in general. In in Judaism, I mean, of course, there's a lot of different customs, but generally in Judaism, Friday night, you make the blessing and also you do it Saturday over lunch.
0: Wow. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Can you tell me about what the table looks like in terms of food when it comes to Sephardic versus Ashkenazi Shabbat meals?
1: Yeah. So again, every, every culture is different. But for Sephardic meals, well, the one thing we all have, we all have wine. We all have challah bread, which is the braided bread. Mm-hmm. If you have leftover challah, you should make challah French toast. It's, it's very good. It's the bomb. It's kind of phenomenal. Um, but yeah, so we all have the wine. We all have challah. You'll have the candles lit, um, you know, off to the side. And, um, you know, for us, we have a ton of spread. So we have baba ganoush. We have tahine, We have hummus. We have guacamole because, again, Mexican. <laughs> then we have maza, which has um, a ton of different Middle Eastern foods. Like I said before, kibbit and lachmagin and, you know, um, chicken, like these fried chicken nugget type things, mm-hmm. but they're made with Rice Krispies. They're delicious. Mm-hmm. Shout out to King's Highway Glot and to Sarah's Tent. You guys do it well. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, it's come on. <laughs> oh my God. And then what we have for actual like the meal meal. Um, in my family, we always have like um, some sort of rice, rice is really important for Sephardic families. Mm -hmm. If you're Persian, you know rice is important and I'm not going to speak for your rices because you have so many of them that I can't get involved in Persian rice. They're really serious about the rice. But um, Sephardim in general, will have like a rice dish and then we'll have like a stew type dish. So we have like hamad, for example. Mm. Uh, hamin. some cultures call it, but we call it hamad in my family and it can be green or red and it has a ton of lemon and it has little kibbeh balls. It has, um, you know, celery. It has potato. It's delicious and you put that over the rice. And then we have... um, you know, most Jewish families will have a roast or a brisket of sorts. Mm. Now, Ashkenazim, they're different, so they—I don't know what they fully eat on Shabbat. I feel like they always make a chicken. Which, yeah. like, in my family, we don't really make chicken on Shabbat. I—I I, I don't know if that's just a my family thing. Um, They have something called cholent. If you haven't had cholent, it's delicious. I'm not Ashkenaz. I love cholent. What is it? Pretty much, um, you take like a crock pot and you make a stew of everything it's not really a stew it's more like it has beans it has bones with like marrow it has like beef it has they just like throw a ton that of really good. stuff in there yeah oh my god and it's super hearty yeah. it's like really heavy but it's delicious yeah um and they just like kind of leave it cooking in the crock pot for hours and that's that's cholent. we we love cholent. i'm a big cholent fan i also want to give a note on pronunciation so um shabbat would be in hebrew like shabbat but Syrians say Shabbat with, like, a long A, like, Shabbat, Shalom. And I didn't realize that until I got to college. I was like, yeah, where are you going for Shabbat? And they're like, oh, you're Syrian? And I'm like, how'd you tell? <laughs> like, what? Um, so now I say Shabbat, which is, like, kind of, like, an in-between between, like, Shabbos and Shabbat uh, and, like, Shabbat. Okay. Yeah. So you if, if, if you're Syrian, Shabbat, Shalom. If, if you're not Syrian, then Shabbat, Shalom. Yeah, I
0: Shabbat. mean, the linguistically, Shabbat or Shabbat. It's uh, Arabic Sept, Sept, which is Saturday, which mm-hmm. is supposedly the day of rest. Um, to bring another dimension to this conversation, we should talk about the Muslim jamaah Of course. Um, we should have a Muslim talk about it, but, I mean, I grew up in a Muslim-majority country, so I kind of experienced Jummah firsthand, and honestly, when we... Um, Came to the U.S., it was very weird not having off on Friday, because that was weekend. That is weekend for a lot of the Arab world. um, And people work Saturday and Sunday, so there is no two-day weekend. Um, But Jummah is the holy day for Muslims. Um, There is an extra prayer. There's a Jummah prayer. And uh, to my knowledge, from my very limited experience, it's similarly like family day and God day. And I think it's really special to think about uh, the Abrahamic faiths having... This like very very similar thing that we don't talk about often, but it's essentially the same day on different days and with the same purpose of like food, prayer, God, family.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, food, prayer, God, family. I want that on a T shirt or yeah. on a mug or something. <laughs> but yes, like that. Yeah. Eat, sleep prayer. be Like, yeah. that, like that. Like yeah. Hundred hundred percent.
0: Yeah, that'd be a cool picture.
1: Yeah, it'd be, be a cool awesome. one. We we have to get those made. If if we come out with the store, you'll you'll see it there at the store. Yeah. Buy our shirts. So.
0: American <laughs> Um, okay, last question before we um, we get out of here. Uh, so I have friends that do not drive on Shabbat, and there's friends that do drive or take the subway. Can you tell me a little bit about that and what what um, like factors go into you making that decision if you're going to drive or not drive on Shabbat?
1: Yeah, so like I said before, there's uh, the 39 Av Melachot, which are the 39 acts of work that can't be done on the Sabbath. And because of technology changes, because of, you know, the way that the world has progressed. Like nowadays, it isn't work to, you know, turn on a light. It's Mm -hmm. actually more restful to be able to turn on a light and more stressful not to and to just have to walk in the dark. So um, there's a lot of discussion about how to properly keep Shabbat. Um, For the Orthodox, they don't use any electricity. They don't drive at all. My sister is Shomer Shabbat, so she doesn't use any electricity. She doesn't write. She doesn't erase. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so writing is considered an act of work. Um, so there's a lot of things that are considered acts of work. So, for example, my sister, who is Shomer Shabbat, um, you know, she doesn't use any electricity. She always has a good book nearby. She uses it for family discussion, board games, um and, you know, like, I'm not Shomer Shabbat, so if I'm sitting there, you know, watching TV on my computer, my sister will come and, like, be like, okay, like, can we play cards or something? Like, mm-hmm. can we play Bag Ammon? Like, play with me. Like, I'm bored, please. Yeah. Um, so by her being Shomer Shabbat, even though I haven't taken it upon myself to be fully observant, in a way I end up being more observant because of not having to entertain her, but because it does become family time, disconnected, away from mm-hmm. your computer for her. So I end up joining in on that, which I think is really beautiful. Um, But really it depends on, you know, each individual person, how they want to practice. For me, myself, like I don't do any actual work work. So even like studying, things like that, if I consider it part of my everyday work life, I try to get away from that. Mm. Um, But again, the the proper quote unquote way to observe would be to stay away from electricity, to stay away from um, driving, not to turn on the television, things like that. Um, there is one interesting discussion.
0: Okay.
1: Um, so electricity is considered derabbanan because it's not actually combustion. So it comes from the rabbis more. It's not like the Torah said, you shall not use electricity. Electricity didn't exist. It says you can't make fires, right? Mm -hmm. And you can't do work. And, you know, that has been translated into electricity. So of course, when you, you know, take a car with the ignition, like that's combustion of fuel. But one of the conversations for people who do use electricity but won't light a fire is whether you can use a Tesla because it's a fully electric car. Hmm. There's no – like the reform community does use electricity. The reform community does a lot of things that, um, you know, modern day would not be considered work. So they wouldn't necessarily be having Mm. this discussion. But there is no orthodox rabbi that can tell you it's okay to use a Tesla on Shabbat. Like, that, that'll never, ever happen. But it's just an interesting discussion that people have. Like, if you can use electricity, would you be able to drive an electric car? And now, you brought up the subway. And that's actually a very interesting point. Um, because one thing that you can do is, like, for example, a Shabbat elevator. You know, when people... Huh. An elevator, I wouldn't be... Like, you know, if someone who's observant wouldn't be able to press the button because that's electricity. And then the elevator goes up and down and it takes you to your floor. Yeah. Right? Um, but... If an elevator is going to be moving anyway and stopping at every floor, whether or not you're on it, then you're not causing the elevator to move and you're allowed to use it. Oh. Yeah. So there's some people um that say like if you can take the subway without actually scanning the card, which is electric, Yeah. then it's moving with or without you. So if there's like a shuttle of sorts mm-hmm. that's going to move whether or not you're on it, then some people hold it's okay to be on that shuttle because you're not causing it to move. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of intricacies, there's a lot of discussion. You can spend hours talking about what you can and can't do on Shabbat. Mm. But I wanna go back to traditions because you, we were talking earlier and you told me that you have been to an Ethiopian Jewish Shabbat, which I actually have not been. So what was that experience for you?
0: Honestly, it's hard for me to, I have, and it's, it was fantastic, great food. Ethiopian food's awesome. Delicious. Um, it's it's hard for me to distinguish or tell you, like, this was different because I haven't been to that many Shabbats where I was very focused on, um, you know, the, the factors, the things that are happening. Um, but food obviously was different. I think they were more modern Jewish, so uh, lights were on and off, whereas the next day I went to a um, Orthodox Shabbat the Orthodox family was kind enough to invite my, invite us over for Shabbat and um, they had all their lights on and when I asked to use the restroom they're like just don't turn them off because then yeah. we can't turn them back on yeah. <laughs> whereas the Ethiopian um, Shabbat there just lights were on and off um, there's lots of dancing the the shoulder dances if you guys know what I'm talking about um, but yeah those are the few things that I can kind of point to that have been different I wonder if um, the prayer is different or the blessing was different. Um, that'd be good to look into. Okay, I wanna, I, I know I lied. This is gonna actually be my last question. Um, so what is, what is the, I don't even know how to ask this question. What is, I've been uh, indirectly asked to do things like open ovens, turn, closed doors, all that stuff. But I fe- you're not supposed to ask directly a yeah. goyim to do things, There's, you're supposed to, like, I don't know, hint at it. Exactly. <laughs> what is,
1: what's the deal with that? So that is the concept of the Shabbos goy. So um, So, <laughs> like I said, we're not allowed to do work, and we also can't cause others to work. Uh. But... Sometimes you need something else done. So um, you can hint it in a certain way that's not direct. Yeah. And then if they do it, it's kind of not on you. Okay. Um, but you wouldn't be able to hint to a Jew, for example, to do something. Because then you're causing them to desecrate the Shabbat. So mm-hmm. even, for example, like, I'm not religious – and my sister will like, you know, stand by the fridge if she forgot to turn off the light and put it on Sabbath mode. You know, she could want strawberries and be like, oh, you know, strawberries would be great right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. And like, I'll understand, but technically that's that's not fully allowed. If you had a Shaviskoy oh, though, oh, okay. Yeah, for a Shabboskoy, okay. fully allowed. So yes, you're um the concept of Shabboskoy is that you have a non-Jewish person that you can't tell them to do something that would be considered work on the Sabbath, but you could hint and hope that they pick it up for you. What you can do, though, is um, and I actually was just talking about this, like the idea of like an independent contractor where it's like uh, if there's a non-Jewish person that works at a synagogue, they already know what their tasks are on mm-hmm. the Sabbath and they're not being paid on the Sabbath. It's more like do this work that, you know, you have to do at some point whenever you want to do it. And it's kind of like a roundabout way to make sure that you have the synagogue being able to run. Mm-hmm. Right. So um it's like saying like, oh, and make sure the meal is ready. It's up to you how to do that. And he'll know that means to turn on the oven, right? Gotcha. So, again, roundabout, there's a lot of different ways. It's it's funny you have to hint with your speech. Mm-hmm. Um, but And then sometimes you'll see, um, let's say, for example, if you're, like, you're really between like a rock and a hard place, let's say you live on like the 50th floor of a building. There's no Shabbat elevator. There's no Shabbos going nearby. You're kind of stuck. You kind of have to take the elevator. You wouldn't just press the elevator button. You would kind of do it with your elbow and, like, do it in a way where you show, like, this isn't the normal way I would do it. Uh, Kind of, like, reluctant to do it. Um, But if you really suck, then there's, you know, not much else you can do.
0: I found it so interesting that you can't ask...
1: You somebody directly.
0: Which is just I, I don't even know how I feel about it. It's just like it's, it's weird. Like we would walk weird, into a room and be like,
1: wow, it's so dark in here. Yeah. You know? I've had so people be like, Oh,
0: look at this door. Who left it wide open? I wonder <laughs> who did that. And like, oh, I'll close it. But I, I found that so fascinating. Or um uh somebody was missing their wine at the mm-hmm. shop. Uh, shabbat shabbat table and it was my responsibility to get the wine <laughs> it, it, it
1: again it, it depends all the traditions depend um but yeah you're not allowed to outright ask and we thank all the shabbos goys out there for making our jewish lives so much easier on the one day a week where we have all these restrictions but again shabbat's not about the restriction shabbat is about enjoying the beautiful day of rest resting with not only your family but with god using the time to disconnect to get away from your busy life and to everyone who disconnects randomly on Tuesdays, because they discovered that if you like turn off your phone, it's so amazing. Turn off your phone, it's so amazing. Enjoy a Shabbat. Um, and yeah, amen to that. Amen to that. So, uh, to everyone listening, Shabbat Shalom. And we are the Daughters of Diaspora. This is Americanish.
0: Invite us to Shabbat. We'll come over. <laughs> See you soon.